Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Nova podcast. My name is Ailish and I am the Nova coach. Wow, welcome to episode 26. I can't believe I'm on episode 26. I took a little bit of a hiatus there over the summer and also um, throughout the month of September. I always take a break in summer but I needed a break in September also, just to focus on school, Um, because I'm a teacher by day. And anyone who's a teacher will know, September requires a special type of energy as a teacher (laughs) to set the foundations of routines and expectations with the students. It's worth it. If you do it well, it's worth it. And you reap the rewards throughout the year. But... um, it's tiring at the beginning of the year, but it's worth it. It is always worth it. So that's where my focus has been. And also I have been coaching clients throughout the month of September, but my clients who are teachers also took a pause during September, which I was also in favor of for them because I know I know the feeling. I know exactly how um, exhausting the first month of school is. So that's where I've been so far. I did spend my summer at home. Very lucky I got home for the summer. And it was um, it was lovely. It was so nice being home. It was very chill. I didn't do anything exciting. There was nothing much happening. Um, there were a few things happening within my family. But um, all in all, it was a very healing summer, is what I would say. And... It definitely gave me time just to reflect on where I'm going and what am I doing and what's my purpose, basically. What, what, what's the story, girl? What am I doing? <laughs> um, I know, all jokes aside, though, it was a summer I needed. Um, it just reminded me how precious time is and how precious our family families are. So... Um, Yeah, that was my summer. I'm now beginning my 10th year in Abu Dhabi. Oh my days, I did not see that one coming. Bit mental when I think about it, when I say it out loud. I never in a million years thought I'd be here 10 years. But here I am. So I'm starting my 10th year in Abu Dhabi. And time really does fly. Oh my goodness, so, so fast. And I'm ready to create content that I'm passionate about interview people that I'm interested in and that inspire me for my podcast and yeah I've just I think over this time off I've definitely learned what I'm passionate about and what I want for my business the Nova Coach and what direction I want to take it in and I suppose you could say I'm evolving in real time in front of you in front of you and I'm sure you are evolving also. I hope you are anyway for the better. And we're always growing and learning, aren't we? Which is cool. That's the beauty of life. And um I'm excited to see what I can do in the next couple of months to a year. And um I'm also approaching 30. I'm turning 30 in November. November 6th and uh Last year, when I turned 29, I was not too happy about it. (laughs) 
I wasn't happy about it, to be honest. I felt overwhelmed and I think I felt anxious about it. But now that I'm approaching 30, I don't know what's happened, but I just feel a newfound sense of confidence, this like inner knowing, self-assuredness. And honestly, I have many things to thank that's got me to this stage in my life. I think it's coaching, my coaching courses, reading, podcasts that I listen to, many people that inspire me, either be it through social media or people in my life that I interact with, that I spend my time with, and also therapy. Um, I'm a huge advocate for anything to do with mental health and self-care. I am a huge supporter of opening up conversation about therapy and coaching and just making it the norm. I don't see why we can't make it the norm and part of our everyday conversation. I quite like how the Americans talk about therapy and anything to do with mental health, like they're going to the dentist, you know, it's, um, I think it is part, it's part of a healthy conversation in America. It comes across that way anyway. Um, I think we're getting there slowly, but we're not there yet, but I think we're getting there. Um, so yeah, I'm just like, I don't know, I'm glad I was patient with myself and I'm glad I was allowing myself the space to just like, just gather my thoughts and just kind of know what I want to do. I also had some very intense back-to-back coaching sessions for myself. So I have my own coach who is based in Ireland and we do sessions online. And same with my therapist. They are also based in Ireland and I do sessions with them online. Um, but my coaching sessions have definitely taken a turn. Um, like a breakthrough has happened with, you know, when you have an itch and you don't know where the itch is, that what I, that's what I felt like this last couple of months. I was like, oh, there's some itch here and I don't know what it is. And I just feel like the last, and I mean, honestly, the last week or so I have finally found that itch and I know what it is now. So I'm really excited But I'm also very aware that I have to do. There has to be action. There's no point me just talking about this. I'm not even going to say to people what is on my plan. There's only two people in my life that know what my plan is right now. And that is my therapist and my coach. (laughs) I talk to my therapist about it sometimes. Because there's going to be pivoting of some kind happening. Um, But my coach knows exactly what my plan is. And I've just stopped talking to people about what I'm going to do because I've found that um, don't tell people your dreams, show them. And if you're not 100% sure on what you want to do, some people will feel obliged to let you know what their opinion is. Sometimes it can be without prompting like without asking and look it comes from a safe place it comes from a loving place but I often think that can sometimes stunt us in our growth and stop us from taking risks that could be worth taking and I can recognize in my life where I'm an oversharer oh my days I'm definitely working on that trait of mine there's a there's a pros and a cons to being an oversharer right like I'm an open book, what you see is what you get. I'm a very honest person, but there's also downsides to that where I can overshare far too much. 
and I can let people in very quickly. And I've learned that it's okay just to keep some things private and that I don't have to share everything about my life. Um, so I know people are probably listening to this being like, duh, yeah. But um, coming from a people pleaser and an oversharer, me, uh, that's taken a while for me to understand and learn. <laughs> so I feel like I'm there now. So, um, yeah, so I'm just, I'm not going to talk about what my plan is, but all I'm saying is I've done some reflecting and I'm excited to just kind of try some new things with what I'm going to be doing with my business. But I'm still Ailish, the Nova coach. Coaching is still my passion, but it's more so the content I'm putting out that might just slightly change. It's going to, it's not even anything dramatic. I'm probably making this sound like a bigger thing than it is, to be honest. It's not a big thing at all. But anyway, um, yeah, there's just, for me, there's just been a lot of like recognizing my patterns with my business and recognizing my patterns with my personal life. Like nothing changes if nothing changes. And I'm not just saying that to you listening. I'm saying that to myself. Like, and I say this to people, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Again, I'm not just saying that to you. I'm also saying that to myself. Like, I'm just, yeah, I'm just having huge reflections, revelations, whatever you'd like to call it, these last few months. And that's why I really took the time to like process and just be patient with myself and I didn't again I know I said this just a few minutes ago but like I really did not want to put out lazy content um I say lazy that's just a descriptive word I'm using just about myself not calling anyone else lazy um I just didn't want my content to come across like it wasn't coming from a place of like alignment and passion you know so there we go okay um one thing I'd like to just highlight is when you're going through change, make sure you bear in mind that it's up to you how you reframe it in your mind when there's change happening, whether it's wanted or unwanted change. So one thing I'd like you to think about is life is happening for you, not to you. So I think sometimes we in society can fall victim to life happening to us and we feel disempowered but we're not actually disempowered we're disempowering ourselves by believing life is happening to us so reframe it and think life life is happening for us life is happening for me and that every rejection is a redirection the universe has its path laid out for you I truly believe it that what's meant for you will not pass you and there's always a reason for something happening there's always a lesson to be learned and yeah that's just a thought that came came across my mind as I was just sitting here speaking into this microphone but I think it's really important that we we do have that mindset of life is happening for me not to me and we have the power to take control and empower ourselves with taking the next step 
out of the chaos, whatever that chaos is. Again, be it wanted or unwanted chaos. And just remember that um, the universe always has your back. I truly believe in that. And self-compassion, self-compassion. Oh my God, self-compassion is so, so important. Like showing ourselves self-love and self-compassion for when we don't know any better, when we're not being our best version of ourselves, but when we know we're doing our best at the time to the capacity we can within the limitations we have. I really feel passionate about that. And I've learned a lot about self-compassion because um, it's so important. Simple as, it's so, so important. One thing I want to share with you is the hierarchy of competence. And it will relate to exactly what we've been just talking about. So I can understand how we've had new expats arriving, especially teachers. Um, And it's quite daunting when you first arrive anywhere in the world as a new expat. And I've spoken before about the stages of expat life that I feel I experienced. And there are the honeymoon stage, the culture shock stage, the adjustment stage, and the mastery stage. Now, I always have a side note when I talk about the mastery stage. It's very hard to achieve the mastery stage in the UAE when we're not um, when we're not working towards permanent residency or citizenship because those are not on the cards for us, unfortunately. Um, so that can be a limitation to achieving, quote-unquote, mastery stage. I feel like, as I have coached expats from different countries around the world, like America, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, they have been able to work towards how like a mastery stage if you will like permanent residency citizenship and that's been on the cards as like a long-term goal whereas here unfortunately we do have limitations and there is a there is a glass ceiling above us it depends what way you want to look at it but I mean I'm coming into my 10th year now in the UAE and I am still on a working visa which is renewed every year um well, the con- sorry, the contract is renewed every year. My visa with my school is three years. Um, but it's just, a, it's just a rollover, you know. Um, but I just thought I'd mention that, that when you're an expat living here, it can be, there is that um, constant, okay, one more year, one more year. And uh, I don't know, it depends on how how, where you are in your life, it depends on, who you're with it depends on your circle of friends it depends on your job there's a lot of things it depends on how often you want to keep rolling it over um but I just wanted to say that I acknowledge there are probably new expats listening to this so there's this hierarchy of competence right and this can relate to absolutely any aspect of your life anyone who's listening who's not an expat and they're living in their home country you will 100% relate to this hierarchy of competence, right? So the hierarchy of competence is a pyramid showing you the stages of learning, okay? So I'm going to go through them with you. So we have first the unconscious incompetence. And that means you are unaware of the skill 
or your lack of proficiency. So basically, you don't know what you don't know, okay? So when people land in a new country, land in a new, in a new job, when they're in a new relationship, when they're embarking on a new project, anything that's new, anything that affects change, right? We go into it having the unconscious incompetence where we don't know what we don't know. The next stage then is the conscious incompetence. That's when you realize, ah, okay, I don't know that. I need to learn that. So that is when you are aware of the skill, but you're not yet proficient. So that would be in relation to expat life. That would be the culture shock where you're realizing, okay, there's some differences here and I have to adjust. Okay. So your first stage would be the honeymoon stage. That is where you're oblivious, the unconscious incompetence, the first stage. Then you have the second stage where you're conscious incompetence and you're at the culture shock stage, right? So then after that comes the conscious competence. And that means you are able to use the skill, but only with effort. And that would, of course, correlate with the expat stages of the adjustment stage, where you are beginning to develop routines you're starting to build a solid circle of friends, but that does require effort, okay? And that, again, can relate to anything that you are doing that's new, anything you're learning, where you're having to put in the effort, but you're becoming competent, right? So you have just landed in Abu Dhabi, Dubai, anywhere in the UAE, anywhere in the world as a new expat teacher, and you spent the whole month of September getting to new, getting to know a new country, new culture, new systems, okay? You're looking into the school, the way they do things, the way their policies are run, and you're now at the stage of maybe conscious incompetence where you are aware of the amount you have to learn. And then hopefully within the next couple of weeks, the next year, you'll start to arrive at the conscious competence where you are able to use the skill, but with effort, okay? So over time, with patience and hard work and effort, you will then become unconsciously competent. And that's the mastery stage when I talk about the expat stages. So the hierarchy of competence, the top, top level is unconscious competence, which means you are performing the skill automatically where it doesn't require effort. It's at your fingertips. You've got it off the top of your head. Like you're you're well versed in what you're doing in your skill. So... That could take a year, could take 18 months, but then it could take less, could take less than a year, could take six months. And becoming aware of whatever it is you're learning, whatever it is you're doing that's new, that's affecting change in your life, you are going to have those stages of learning, the hierarchy of competence. So I'll just repeat the stages once more. Unconscious incompetence. When you don't even know what you don't know, you're oblivious. The next stage is conscious incompetence. When you become aware of what you don't know, the next stage three, which will be your conscious competence, where you are starting to be competent and you're starting to use the new skills that you're learning, but with effort, you still have to make an effort to think about it. And then the top level would be the fourth level, unconscious competence, where you are becoming um, automatic with performing the skill. So... Show yourself compassion, show yourself patience with anything in life that is new, that you're learning, that is bringing change into your life. Think of that hierarchy of competence. 
But also, if you're listening to this and you are not new, you are a seasoned expat, you're a veteran expat, you're here a long time, wherever it is in the world you are, and you are making friends with new expats, show compassion towards them that they don't know what they don't know. They're coming into this hierarchy of competence where then they're realizing what they don't know and how much they need to learn. That can often bring a huge feeling of overwhelm to anyone. So showing compassion to others and, you know, helping them, you coach them, be that support system for them, you know, offer them advice and um, use what you know and like offer it to them what you've learned and the do's and don'ts the shortcuts you know basically the shortcuts and um just offer a listening ear as well often people when they're they're in any any part of life where they're bringing change or maybe circumstantial where it's not that they're bringing it into their life but it's happening and there's change happening um some people just want a listening ear so be that person for people you feel you can be that person. Of course, fill your own cup, really important. Make sure you're filling your own cup before you offer to others. Um, you can't pour from an empty cup, as they say. So any new expats that are listening right now, show yourself some grace, patience, compassion. You're on the hierarchy of competency. There are different levels and you're probably at the point now where you are conscious consciously incompetent where you're you're realizing okay I have a lot to learn but you will get there and then you'll get to the conscious competent and then you'll eventually get to unconscious competence so yeah I just wanted to share that and just a huge huge dollop of compassion that's and we have to show we have to show one another compassion I think and understand that Everyone is doing their best. Brene Brown did a podcast on that. I think she did um, She did a study on it as well, where she asks people, do you believe everyone is doing the best that they can? And I think she had, the results were saying that we have to believe that everyone is doing the best that they can, even when it doesn't look like it. So just believe that everyone is doing the best that they can within the capacity that they can offer. And within the limitations they have. And within the hierarchy of competence. Within the stages of learning. And if you feel like there's something you can offer to help someone. And to ease their circumstance. Then do it. But only do it if you can pour from a full cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. Look after yourself first. Okay. That's my podcast episode 26. And I always end it with a song. I always like to end my podcast episodes with either a song of choice by the person I'm interviewing or the song of choice that I'm really drawn to at that time. So in July 2021, there was a new song that came out by Rathbone Place, who's a DJ, and they brought out a song called Be Free. Now, the interesting thing about this DJ is nobody knows anything about them. They're quite hidden, even their Instagram um has only I think about two three hundred followers and people think that this DJ Rathbone Place is under an alias of maybe Icarus who's a famous DJ or Eric Prize and it's all rumors it's all speculation but like nobody knows anything about this DJ I even looked it up on uh, Google before I came on this podcast and like 
can't find anything about this DJ. Um, but this is a fantastic song. And it's a sample of the original Belinda Carlisle song, Live Your Life Be Free. So for copyright reasons, I can't play it on the podcast, unfortunately. Um, I've said this many times. Apologies to anyone who's sick of me saying that, but I always have to remind people. But I definitely recommend you looking it up on your Spotify or your Apple Music after you listen to this. And it's called Be Free by Rathbone Place. And it's such an uplifting, empowering song. It's just, it was my song of the summer for sure. I just loved it. I still do. But it just reminds me of my time with summer. Um, so yeah, that is my podcast, episode 26. I have a new episode coming up next week with a friend of mine who I interviewed. I'm not going to reveal too much. But um, a very close friend of mine who I interviewed And I can't wait to release that next week. And yeah, that's it for now. Happy uh, October 2nd to everyone listening. Um, September was just busy, very busy. And I'm sure many teachers will um, agree that we often forget how busy September is until we're in the middle of it. And then we're like, oh yeah, (laughs) this is what September is like. Because the rest of the year we forget. But it's always necessary to kind of put the hours in at the beginning of the year so we can reap what we sow and set those foundations. So I hear you, any teacher that's listening right now, I hear you, I feel you, we're in it together, but it's going to be worth it. When we put in the work in September, October, term one, basically, when we put in those, when we set the foundations in term one, we will always reap the rewards in the following terms and it's always worth it because we have our systems in place and our routines and the kids are set up for for the best possible outcome for their learning. So yeah, September is is always busy, but it's worth it in the end. Anyway, I hope you're well. I hope you're looking after yourself, putting yourself first and prioritizing your self-care and filling your cup. And make sure you're only consuming content online that is uplifting you, not dragging you down, And make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that are adding to your life, not taking away. And we want radiators in our life, okay? Not drainers. And be that person. Be that radiator. And make sure you're just taking care of yourself. And remember, we are the sum of the five people we spend our most time with. So do a bit of an audit right now. Just right now, think about who are the five people you're spending your most time with. Are they adding to your life? Think about that. All right, there we go. Sending you love, light and healing, good vibes, fun. And yeah, I'll be chatting to you again. Take care.